Hi there, a quick note before the episode begins. Did you know that Mija has her own audiobook with exclusive and brand new material? It's called Mija Podcast, the audiobook, an exclusive and never-before-heard collection of memoirs and reflections by her creator, Lori Martinez, about what it meant to turn her own migration story into a fiction series. When you get Ochenta's audiobooks, you're directly supporting our independent audio series productions. You can find it on Libro.fm, Apple Books, Google Play, Storytel, BookBeat, and on your favorite audiobooks app. Also available in Spanish and French. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ten minutes isn't a lot of time, but when I was eight years old, ten minutes was all the time I had with my dad between home and school in the mornings. Imagine being a kid and having just ten minutes to tell someone everything about your whole universe. I guess that's why I started this podcast, why I became Mija. Mija means my daughter in Spanish, and though this first episode is about me, the others will be about members of my family. Those alive, those long gone, and those still dreaming. Now here's what you need to know about me. I'm brutally honest. I love deeply and forgive, always. And I love to embellish things to tell a good story. But I'm real. I'm Miha. So here goes. Ten minutes to tell my story. New York in the 80s was full of criminals and delinquents, or so they say. But it was also home to working-class people like my parents. My mother, Tatika, immigrated from Bogota, Colombia, to Jackson Heights, Queens. My dad, Rocky, immigrated from Cali, Colombia, to join his sisters somewhere in Brooklyn. One night, they met at a nightclub in Long Island City and danced the night away. I imagine it went like this. Hola, mami, ¿quieres bailar? Bueno, ¿de dónde eres? Cali, ¿y tú? Bogotá. Imagine moving thousands of miles from home to a city of millions where you disappear into the crowds, where your English isn't the best it could be and where work is hard to come by. Life as an immigrant isn't easy. So, naturally, the person that makes you feel the most at home is someone from home. These two Colombian immigrants found each other in Nueva York, fell in love, and had me. Mija. A few years down the line, they had my brother Mano, and then they split up. Mano and I stayed with Tatika, and Rocky, well, he drove us to school, remember? 
Growing up, my parents used to tell us stories about our family back in Colombia, like this one about my great-uncle Álvaro. Álvaro was a genius with no money. When he was 10 years old, his parents could no longer send him to school. But he continued to practice his math skills all on his own. And by the time he was 18, he'd turned those skills into a fully functioning construction business. That's right, he worked on every house in his neighborhood, fixing up the homes of the working-class people that lived there. And he was good at his job, so good that someone with money heard of him, paid him to design and construct an entire suburban block for the new rich in a city not far from his own. When he finished the job, the client liked him so much that he gave him a house on that same block. Alvaro would spend the rest of his days driving home in his pickup truck, covered in dust, parking his car alongside the Mercedes and Audis of his neighbors. He had what we in the family call el cacumen. I'm not really sure how to describe it, but it means something along the lines of the genes of a genius, the genes of success, of survival. They basically meant that no matter what obstacles came our way, we'd make it because of el cacumen. Whenever something didn't go well or work was slow or non-existent, Rookie would tell us different versions of that story. Telesforo was a scientist who discovered a vaccine without ever graduating from school. Marino was a poor orphan that became a beloved town leader. Garmin taught herself to play guitar and became a celebrated musician without ever having a lesson. And so on. El Cacumen meant that no matter what happened, whatever our goal in life was, we'd be good at it. Of course, the stars of these stories were always long dead, so no one could ever figure out if they were true or not. But here's the thing, even though I grew up knowing life is hard and that things don't necessarily work out the way you'd like them to, I always believed it would work out in the end, because of El Cacumen. Alright, I'll be honest, that's a lie. But wouldn't it be nice if we actually believed that? Now, my story is a tale of two cities, Queens and Bogota. Queens was great. Trees lined the streets of mom-and-pop stores, making you forget that you're in the sprawling metropolis of New York City. They call it the world's borough. Everyone I grew up with came from or had parents who came from somewhere else. Puerto Rican, Guatemalan, Jamaican, Korean, Egyptian, Greek, Polish, etc. All Americans. As for Bogota, the capital of the land of coffee and emeralds, well, we spent every summer there. Tatika would send Mano and I to spend time with La Familia. Every morning, we'd have arepas con chocolate for breakfast, then go and play in the garden. We moved into our new apartment at Ochenta Street in Queens a little after my parents separated. Tatika would always sing us to sleep in Spanish. At the time, I didn't really think about how cool it was to have two cultures like that. To be very American at school and to be Colombian at home, and sometimes be both. But I do remember wanting to play a part for others. I wanted to be like the people I saw on TV, middle-class white Americans, with their perfect hair and their family sedans, and their unrelenting financial security. It was the early 90s, and all I saw of my people on TV were Latin gang members or hypersexualized women, and so many Colombian drug dealers. That explains why sometimes I overcorrected. 
I made sure I didn't use any slang when I spoke English or color my speech with Spanish words. I didn't want to be a stereotype. But as I grew older, I understood. This beautiful blend of cultures made us feel at home, anywhere. Even now, miles away from La Casa, my brother Mano and I, whenever we need to feel at home, all we have to do is turn up the music and dance. But there is one thing that I feel guilty about, and I want to end my 10 minutes with this. Picture a landfill, and on top of one of its many hills is a little radio. It's made of yellow plastic, and it's all worn out. The tuning dial has fallen off from years of use. In its heyday, it was perched over the bathroom vanity in our apartment, and it was perpetually tuned into New York City's Latin stations. You see, Tatika wanted it to be like a shower radio that she saw on TV. Except she hooked it up to the light switch, which meant that it would play music whenever you switched on the light in the bathroom. It was on all the time. Spanish music guiding me through every stage of my life. From the loss of my front baby teeth, to getting ready for my first communion, to the moment I looked in the mirror after I'd had my first kiss. This was the soundtrack to my world. And, blended as it was, I couldn't just share it with my friends who came over to hang out. So I disconnected it, whenever they came over. Half out of shame and half out of a need to be normal. Sometimes I made Tatika feel so bad about it, she would cry. And after one of our more heated debates, she threw it out. And she never replaced it. Deje así, she would say. I only realized how special it had been to have that source of language and love until much, much later. I am the daughter of immigrants. And every day I call Tatika to see how she is. We are together for at least 10 minutes a day. When I call home, I think about the way she would call her parents back in Bogota every night. After dinner, Mano and I would run back to our room to watch cartoons, and Tatika would stay behind, have a coffee, and sit in the living room alone. She would look out the window, a lit cigarette in hand, and she'd make her call. She'd waited all day to hear this sound, the dial tone connecting to home, and the voice on the other end saying, Todo va a salir bien, mija. Everything will be okay. And it would be. After all, I'm here, aren't I? This episode was produced by Studio Ochenta. Our executive producer is Lori Martinez. Our associate producers are Laura Ubate and Rebecca Seidel. Our theme music is by Gabriel Dalmaso, and our art is by Tiffany DeLune. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mija Podcast. That's M-I-J-A Podcast. If you like the show, tell a friend about it, and maybe leave a comment on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. Until next time, sending you much love and good old American recuerdos. Hi, it's Mija again, and I want to recommend another great fiction podcast for you listeners. Likewise Fiction, hosted by Mike Sakisagawa, reads outstanding short stories written by women and non-binary authors, authors of color, and LGBTQIA authors. Season 1 launched in October, and new episodes post every other Monday. So subscribe to Likewise Fiction in your favorite podcast app, or visit likewisefiction.com for more information about the show. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Did you know that Mija has her own audiobook with exclusive and brand new material? It's called Mija Podcast, the audiobook, an exclusive and never-before-heard collection of memoirs and reflections by her creator, Lori Martinez, about what it meant to turn her own migration story into a fiction series. When you get Ochenta's audiobooks, you're directly supporting our independent audio series productions. You can find it on Libro.fm, Apple Books, Google Play, Storytel, BookBeat, and on your favorite audiobooks app. Also available in Spanish and French. <laughs> 